Welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild podcast. I'd like to welcome back to the show and to the officially official podcast production team, Paul Corman. How are you doing today, Paul? I'm doing lovely, mate. How are you? Ah, doing all right. Doing all right. It's been a rough couple of weeks, but uh, hoping to finally get the podcast back on track. That's what I'm here for, mate. We're going to pull it right together. Yeah. Give them a proper show. And uh, thanks for all your help in uh, getting the podcast back together. It's uh, it kind of fell apart a little bit since I ever since I uh, moved across the country. The sound quality has gotten a lot better at your recommendation, and yeah, we're taking a lot of good strides in the right direction. And that's thanks to you joining the production team. Well, thank you, mate. I feel like I've done very little, but um, I'll pretend like I fit that bill with my professionalism. You and might have actually done very little, but it is a lot more than what I've been doing in the last little while, personally. <laughs> so, Okay, so today we will be discussing our top most unique games that we've ever played. So I, I guess we will each take turns by defining what unique means to us. And I'm not sure, we didn't really settle on a top number, so we're just going to rattle off a bunch of games we've played that we think is unique. Yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't do syllabuses here, they just hold us back. <laughs> Besides, all the top fives and top tens are so clickbaity, right? So we're just going to be like, ah, top, I don't know, whatever. You get what we give you. Exactly, we've got more cavalier <laughs> attitude than the rest of them out there. We're anti-format. <laughs> we're like a 90s zine. But as a podcast. <laughs> Just like back in school, getting all the homework done in the last five minutes. <laughs> as soon as you said we have five of them, I'm like, shit, I ain't got five of them, but I'll certainly make up two. Well, um... The funny thing is, I mentioned this just before we went live, is that, uh... I have a top three, maybe three and an honorable mention. But last night I was thinking about the list and I came up with one, which is like a perfect example of probably what would have been my number one choice for the most unique game I ever played. But I didn't write it down. It was right before I fell asleep. When I woke up this morning, I completely forgot it and I just never got it back. I, I did the exact same thing, mate. <laughs> I started looking through my little library trying to come up with it. But I think we need to be honest with, with everyone listening. What we actually discussed before we, we came on air here was was Rick was telling me how doing podcasts was a lot like um, having sex and how <laughs> it takes quite a few times to get good at it. You know what I'm saying? He eased right into it. It was a bloody beautiful analogy, really. Um, that's, that's the real behind the scenes, everyone. Yes. And to further that analogy, I would much rather have a female co-host, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it, it gets lonely, mate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't understand the circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> it was dark, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, yeah, I'll have you start because you probably actually thought about this. Um, what is your first pick for most unique game that you've played? Right, yeah, no, I thought about this. Um, <laughs> no, let's see, I, I do have do have some notes. All right, so the first one I wrote down, again, no particular order. Um, I've got Jones in the Fast Lane. From oh, first nice. Pick. That's, That's a good, good one. I think a lot of people, you, you just earned a lot of street cred with that one, because I think a lot of people are celebrating at hearing that name. <laughs> I like that street cred from Jones in the Fast Lane. <laughs> It's um all right, so it, it, it's unique, right? It's like a almost like a digital board game. Um, you could play it alone, you could play with friends, um, or you could play versus Jones. Um, a couple of little side notes I thought was kind of kind of neat was that the the title apparently is like something like um, keeping up with the Joneses meets life in the fast lane. So a couple of little 
cliches, cliche Guevara's put together. Um, uh, I thought it was kind of uh, kind of neat that they got uh, Monolithburger in there from, uh, That's right. from Space Quest. And one of the things on the menu that you can buy is Astro Chicken, another little yeah Easter egg. In there. Um, so yeah, it's a quite quite unique game. Um, it, it can be, I think, all too forgiving according to a lot of people. Um, but it's definitely unique. Um, it, it, it's quite it's quite fun. Um, but at the same time, I don't really like it. Oh no, really? <laughs> not to not to lose all that street cred I worked so hard for. Uh, <laughs> we, we almost had the. Uh, the the listeners on our side and now you've gone and uh it's a good thing we don't have a proper comment section i'll say that because you know i'm <laughs> going you know i'm the one who's going to be getting the hate mail right <laughs> i blew it mate i blew it i just had to keep my mouth shut it was all right there um no it, you know it's not a bad game just uh, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of of board games in general but but oh god now you've done it now you've done oh, it yeah. Shit, mate, you gotta edit that part out. All right, welcome to the podcast. We're gonna do top fives. <laughs> oh no, now we're doing top fives. <laughs> All right, it's just snowballing out of control, mate. You should take the mic, take over for me. <laughs> I gotta back paddle out of this quickly. As soon as you join the team, it's everything's set on fire. <laughs> uh, I should also mention now I don't like Star Wars either, <laughs> <laughs> except for the last one. Right. Yes. <laughs> and John Joe Bings, he's great. <laughs> okay, well, for damage control, let's move on. Um, <laughs> so like I said, I have an honorable, honorable mention first, uh, just because it's not, at its core, it's not the most unique game, but it is very unique in its presentation and a specific game mechanic. Um, I've actually just been playing it a lot more recently because it was just remastered to HD, but and I've referenced it in a previous episode but that's akami um it's pretty much a 3d action adventure much like a lot of the 3d zelda games but uh especially at the time it came out and i'm trying not to put too much of my choices based entirely on context but at the time that it came out it was a very colorful game when it was very popular to be just very brown and gray uh and it has a mechanic where you cast spells using a paintbrush to paint the spells onto the screen. And That's that mechanic is very unique if, uh, you know, even if nothing else is. So even if it's, it is kind of at its core, an action adventure in the, in the same vein as Zelda, it's, that's why it's an honorable mention instead of an official pick. Uh, that's really cool. You said it's called Kami? Uh, yeah, it's called Okami. O-K-A-M-I. Gotcha. Not like Killer Kami for your mommy, but Okami. Okay, got it. No, got not it. communism. <laughs> You're really right. just trying to stir the pot here today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> but but I'll, I'll I'll take a little bit of uh, blame for that one because I did I did notice even at the time that I kind of slurred my words a little bit. I wasn't sure if I pronounced the O very well, but I assumed that people would know what I was talking about in context. But that's my fault. I, no, it's not. I had to go and open my mouth. Like I said, I really should have done a poo before we did this recording, and um, I'm feeling a bit tense from it, but it's all right. I don't want to, what, is this, what is this show turned into? <laughs> Just wondering how much my microphone picks up right now, what I can get away with. Um, all right, now stay seated. We're fine. We're not even at 10 episodes. We've jumped the shark. <laughs> 
Okay, so well, what 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 is your next pick? Uh, all right, next pick. Um, and this one, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it perhaps made its way onto your list, or, or maybe it, if nothing else, it's a bit um, uh, predictable. Um, but I put the Neverhood. It is not on my list because, but I'll let you explain it first. All right. Well, you know, it's um, let's see, it's a stop motion game, right? Made from from clay, claymation. Um, it's got a lot of visual humor. I find it to be like a really pure point and click, where there's really, as far as I can recall, there's really nothing you do except for point and click. Um, not that that's a bad thing in this game's case whatsoever. Um, a lot of visual humor, like I said, um, and without. Without any spoilers, uh, let me put it this way for anyone that's getting nervous about the word spoiler if you haven't played Neverhood. If you complete any game successfully, um, the good guy is going to win and the bad guy is not. It's just the way it is. So that's the only thing you're at risk at from me going further with that term, no spoilers. So at the end of the game, bad guy loses. There we go. There's your spoiler. I'm sorry. Um, but what's, what's really kind of <sighs> cool about it... <laughs> I just keep just keep ruining the, the credentials of <laughs> uh, He's attacking Star Wars. He's giving spoilers. He hates board games. Um, so at the, at the end of the game, bad guys blasted out of a cannon, and and that's kind of how it ends. You don't really know what goes on. And I find what's really cool about Neverhood is they continued this game. Uh, they made a sequel for it called Skull Monkeys. Um, so that's a fun word, right? Skull Monkeys and um, something. And so anyway, <laughs> Skull Monkeys is a, is a platform, actually, because, you know, they kind of recognized, I think it was done by Dream, Dream, not Dreamcast, that's a console, DreamWorks, there we go, done by DreamWorks. They recognized that the adventure game genre was on the decline, so they made the, the sequel a platformer, which is kind of unique. I'm not sure I can think of another game series where, where one's just a totally different genre than the next. Um, so anyway, the oh, sequel... Oh, actually, thank you. You reminded me what my top pick was. I've got to write this no down. Way, Hang really? on a second. Yes. Wait, keep going. i got to write this down. <laughs> All right, I'm going to fill in this white noise. So um, <laughs> uh, what's kind of neat is at the end of the, uh, the beginning of Skull Monkeys, it kind of takes off uh, from the ending of the Neverhood, where you find out what happened to the bad guy. His name's Clog. Uh, he landed on a planet called Iz Iznak or something. I'm not sure. I can't really pronounce it. Um, which is the home of the Skull Monkeys and Evil Engine number nine. And um, so anyway, just... Besides the visual presentation, um, besides it being just pure visual humor and pure point and click, stop motion, etc., I thought it was really cool that the sequel was uh, a platform instead of an adventure. Mm -hmm. And if you're still writing now, I can make up more junk about it. No, 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 no. It, it does not take long to write down um, single <laughs> word titles. Uh, but I will say that the, I did consider Neverhood because there is a lot about it that is unique, but I just didn't add it to this list because it was at its core a point and click adventure game. And it was a pretty, it was an exceptional point and click adventure game, but it was a point and click adventure game. There's a lot about its presentation that was unique, everything being claymated and clay modeled. Uh, the humor, the puzzles were amazing, the soundtrack phenomenal, but I just, it, it, as I go through the rest of my list, you'll know what I was going at when I approached this list as being like unique games. Like I'm going for, th I'm going for games that are really difficult to compare to other games. Got it now. Beautiful. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, so it makes us a lovely team, mate. We got uh, mm -hmm. we got different uh, different views on this. So, um, well, anyway, without further ado, what's your what's your All next right. one? Now, this list is about most unique games, 
and it does not necessarily mean they have to be particularly good and therefore like the you know the only qualifier is that we've played these so i would have to say that um my first official entry into my most unique games would be Quop. Have you ever played this one? It's like a browser game, actually, or like a Flash game. It's spelled Q-W-O-P. Quop. Quop. That's, a, you are, that's fun to say. It kind of is. And what it is, and it, it's also kind of like a very definitive bottom of my list, because I think there might have been a few games that kind of copied the format since, so it's no longer quite as unique. Uh, but I haven't played those ones. I don't know their existence. I'm just assuming that there's probably a lot like that out there. But it's basically you're a guy who's running on a track. It's You're technically running a race, but there's nothing to compete with. The only thing is that you got to try to actually finish the race. And the controls are basically independently controlling uh, the thigh and shins of each individual leg. So QW controls the two parts of one leg, O and P uh, controls the two components of the other leg and you got to manually uh, function your leg in order to keep you balanced to run and if you fall over your the game is over all right that's very interesting is there any controls for like you know hip thrust or anything like that anything cheeky absolutely no it is qwop Un- unless it is unless there's like some secret that i don't know about maybe some meta, meta joke about how there are more buttons than qwonp but as far as I know, it's Quop. <laughs> I like hearing you say that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and you said it's a browser game. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you can find it. I don't know where it was. Maybe it was like Newgrounds or something. But it's, you know, one of those Flash games or something like that. Right. That's pretty cool. I'll have to try that one out. Quop. You'll regret it. <laughs> it loses its lore pretty quickly after saying the name. <laughs> it's funny, though. Actually, I do recommend you try it. But... Uh, See if you can actually get good at that game. It is really quite challenging. I will. I'm going to try and find a little cheat code for for the... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll leave it there. Um... (laughs) All right, moving Um, along. All right, moving along. So I've got next um, an honorable mention. I'll throw mine in here because, you know, we're terribly organized. (laughs) Um... (laughs) We've already started. Okay, <laughs> let's go with your honorable mention. See, the little fake left go right, keeping them on their toes out there. Um, <laughs> honorable mention I've got, and the reason I'm saying honorable for this one is it, it's a newer game. I think it was released either this year or the previous. Um, it's called Stay. Um, it's a pixel art, you know, classic uh, styled game, um, but it's really unique in the sense that the, the basic storyline is is your comp- your computer is tethered to a PC of a man named Quinn. Um, Quinn is stranded and in need of saving, basically. Um, Quinn wakes up in a room with nothing except for a PC that's connected to a chat room. Um, you're at the other end of that chat room where you find him. He's quite desperate, you know, in danger, lonely, scared, etc. What's unique about the game is that it's real time. So every minute you spend away from the game is actually logged and registered. Um, So therefore, the longer you stay away from the game, the more likely things can go awry, the more depressed uh, Quinn can get um, in danger of of losing him as a character. It's your job to save him. So... um, you know, it puts a lot of tension. It kind of makes you not want to walk away from the computer because if you, you know, put it down and go live your life and come back six days later, you know, poor Quinn, you know, might have uh, 
might have done something bad with himself. Um, so I, I thought that was really unique. It makes it quite intense and, and probably a bit hard to put down because you're just fearful of when you walk away, the time is going to keep going. What's going to happen to him? Um, so anyway, it's quite unique. Your interaction with Quinn, uh, with the other man, changes everything. You know, if you show him empathy, uh, you can kind of make or break your relationship with him, your trust with him, things like this. So I had to mention that one. I thought it was a really cool idea. Um, it's not a game I've logged a lot of hours. It kind of it kind of stressed me out a bit <laughs> as far as walking away. Um, but I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and it definitely kind of highlights the capabilities that are built into Steam, um, the the store, because, you know, thanks to Steam, you're able to, to continue to log those hours that you're away from him and, and things like this. So pretty cool little game. Um, pixel art, not a whole lot of graphics going on. It's just uh, mostly interaction with the AI with this man named Quinn, but a very unique game. Um, based on your description, I'm going to have to warn you that I've seen enough episodes of Black Mirror to say that this is going to end horribly for you. <laughs> Especially when you just abandon your, you know, <laughs> abandon you, abandon the man, you walk away. I'm like, it's already been three days. I'm not going back. What if he done himself off? I don't want to see that. So. Well, and the entire time, you know that he's plotting, because you know technology always gets its comeuppance in uh, sci-fi. No, you're right. It's very Black Mirror-like. I like that. You're, right. you're exactly right. Yeah, like I said, it just really stressed me out at that game tremendously. As soon as I, I walked away and I realized it had been three or four days, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going back, mate. I want to see what I, <laughs> what I did to that poor fellow. Um, but yeah, there we go. All right then. Um, okay, moving along. Uh, let's see. My next pick for most unique game that I've ever personally played is Papers, Please. Oh, nice. Do you know this one? I do. Really good choice. Okay, yes. Um, and I cannot think of really any other game that I've played that compares to this, or at least not one that has uh, become sort of a household word or household name in the in gaming. For those of you who don't know, Papers, Please is basically a simulator of working border control in a, how would you describe it, like a fascist state or something? Right, dictatorship. Fascist, dictatorship. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Dictatorship. Sorry, F fascist is just on my mind because um, relevant topics recently. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, sorry. I put it, us it, enough. It, it, I put us enough in the hole. <laughs> it's not what you think it is either. I, I am not. I, that I'm. That's not an obvious reference that you are all thinking. It's more of a personal. Um, just forget I said that. Just forget it. Just enough. We're I'm moving on. Um, Papers, please. Is you're working <laughs> the border control in a country led by dictatorship, and I, it's one of those games. It's so unique. I don't know how to properly explain it. You check people's passports. You check their backgrounds. You authorize or decline people from crossing the border, and it just you know you have to make some ethical decisions about you know following the rules versus. Uh, you know, it, you know, trying to help people out, and uh, it just gets it just gets crazy after a while, and um, that's pretty much the best I can really describe it in a nutshell. Is is that you check people's passports and decide if you want to let them through, and it probably doesn't sound very fun, but you really should try this if you haven't already. Yeah, it's a really cool game. It's uh, after after your sentiments, I'm wondering. I, I believe your heritage is Korean. Now I'm wondering if it's North Korean or not. <laughs> 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 Seem to really like that control factor, don't you? Hmm. Wait, you're you're Suspect. asking me if I'm North Korean? <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 I am actually. 
I am a Central Korean. Is that a thing? <laughs> I, I, I once visited the demilitarized zone, so now I'm a Central Korean. <laughs> I, I bought a hat that says demilitarized zone on it. You've really got a hat about it? Yeah. No, wow, you know, it's, it, like... it, it's funny because the demilitarized zone is like a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's like souvenir booths and rides. They have like, uh, they have like demilitarized, like, um, camo fatigue demilitarized zone branded baby clothes. Wow. Like I went to the de- demilitarized section of Korea and all I got was this bloody hat kind of thing. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite hat too. It's a really nice one. <laughs> I should have bought two. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. All right. Um, all right. So yeah, papers, please. I, I second and third that. Definitely check that out. Everyone is lovely. Um, <laughs> all right. Let me get us out of trouble. Let's see. The next one I picked here was, uh, uh, let's see. Um, next one I picked is called enclosure. Um, and this is where I'm getting a little thin on my list as, as you might be able to tell as I describe it, because it's not, it's not really the game itself. That's unique. It's, um, the surroundings of it. Basically it's an AGI Sierra text parser like game, um, done by an independent group. I think they're called, uh, Fimo Duo. Um, they developed it in Nagi, which is like an AGI, um, script writing utility. And, um, again, the game itself is not really unique because it's just a, a, a basically a, a Sierra game done in 2004. Um, but the reason I put it on the list is because, you know, one, to, to bring attention to it, it's a lovely game. It's completely full length, extremely professionally done. Um, really, really cool story. Um, and it's unique to me because it's like um, the Sierra game that, that never happened. You know, if Sierra was to have released, you know, one last game, um, this would have been it. It's, um, it's a bit of a horror game. Um, definitely actually made me jump once or twice um, out of my seat, which that hard to do um but uh it's pretty it's pretty cool it's it's a, a quick rundown the story is is uh, this gentleman named mike and his girlfriend they run like a crooked fake paranormal kind of business they run into a man in a bar says come with me uh on my ship we're gonna go to my father's old uh like oil mining station um and we think it's haunted um and you go there with a group of, of specialists you know you represent the paranoia uh side of it paranoia paranormal whatever um both right yeah exactly there you go because you're paranoid the whole time about paranormal um and then you know there's, there's different specialists for every little thing goes on there and um it's just a really cool game i mean it's it's unbelievably professional i mean it could definitely pass for for a sierra title um not that it is but um uh, last thing i'll mention on it is it is freeware and it always has been um so you can go and check it out just google it find it on the archive um it's completely legitimately legal to, to download for free as it was intended it was never for sale so um check out enclosure it's very cool Enclosure. It just, just enclosure. It's not spelled weird or anything. No, no funny business there. No, no weird English, extra English U's and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> no accents or anything. Or it's divided no, no, into three words. Or... No, no asante or anything <laughs> over there. <laughs> it's as cultured as I get. Or it's like a funny pun or something incorporated into the title. It's like enclosure, like ink from a pen. Right now, Allah wasn't involved, so now we don't got no puns (laughs) like that. (laughs) All right. All right, interesting. So, yeah, that's that's one that I've definitely not heard of until today, until just now. So, yeah, that sounds really cool, though. Um, 
So moving on in my list for unique games, uh, here's where it starts to get to things that pr- I'm pretty sure most people have played this one by now. Uh, and I guess it's, it is unique. It's had a number of sequels, so I don't really, it, it doesn't, might not feel as unique as it used to be, but I'm pretty sure there's not really any other game that shares its mechanic, but it's uh, Katamari Damacy. Katamari Dynasty. Oh, I've heard of this one. Not, I not Dynasty. It, sorry. Uh, there I am starting my words again. Uh, Katamari. Just there's like a whole bunch of words. Sorry. There's a whole bunch of sequels. They all have Katamari in the title. That's kind of the key word. Uh, but it's basically the one where you're the uh, you're the prince of all cosmos and you have to roll everything on the world or you have to roll everything on the level into a ball that will get shot up into space uh, to make new stars. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> it was contagious. Sorry, that sounds really cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's actually really fun. It's kind of I, I, again by nature of the fact that these are unique games, it's hard to really describe it. It's kind of somewhere between uh, an action and a puzzler or something. I don't really know. You're a guy who pushes a ball around it, and you just um, you uh, things that you run into that are equal to or less than the mass of your current collection get stuck to it and then so as it gets bigger you can collect bigger and bigger things until you're eventually rolling up cities and eventually rolling up countries and this is all entirely because your dad who's the king of all cosmos got uh, drunk I think I don't think they explicitly say but he got like hammered and just like blew up all the stars in the sky and now he has to replace them and he's just like oh yeah son so I need you to do me a favor and uh, fix this mess that I made and go down to earth and uh, you know just uh, collect everything there to uh, make more stars. So your father's a blackout drunk and he <laughs> he yeah. done a few explosions and, and you got to fix it for him. All right, sounds like my childhood. So, 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 yeah. Well, it sounds like exactly what I would do if I was a god. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. I don't think humans will make it to that point. That yeah, that is the reason why I've never been made a god. <laughs> You're like, we know what you would do. <laughs> we'll give it to that guy instead. Uh, He's responsible. Rick got, Rick got blasted again, sort of destroying stars. We gotta fix it for him, bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> and what's the name one more time? Because I'm thinking of, of the fried squid thing that sounds delicious. It's very Cal- similar to calamari, but it's katamari. All right, I know what game I'm playing, what food I'm eating with it. That sounds really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to make sure you have like a ball of tape or something to push around your plate to gather it all up before you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so visual came in a second later. Like <laughs> all right, uh, go go ahead. How, how, actually, how many how many more do you have? Um, I've I've got one more. And okay, this perfect. One, I, I think I, we're in sync I, I, then. Perfect. I put zero notes down for this, so excuse me while I wing it. Um, <clears throat> all right, this one um, I put down. Uh, God, this is this is pretty weak. I gotta admit, I, I, as you can tell, my list has really just deteriorated one by one. <laughs> uh, actually, pretty much downhill from from condemning Jones in the fast lane. But anyway, I, I soldier on. Um, this one is sanitarium. <laughs> Sanitarium. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. Yeah, should it be on the list? Probably not. But I got to do one more. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm desperate with this one. It's. 
I can't. I, did you, I can't, did they, you add Super Mario Brothers to your list of unique games? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, you eat these psychedelic mushrooms, right? And then you get large. It's crazy. It's nothing like it. Oh, no, God. So, yeah, stand by for Pac-Man. Um, <laughs> so, this is... Uh, I, I'm not even sure how the hell to pull this off. Fuck all. It's, um, it's uh, isome- asymmetric? Isometric? Is that, how do you say that word, mate? Isometric is, I think, what you're trying to say. It's all too mathy for me. I'm not really sure. Um, but, yeah, it's, so, it, you know, it's an adventure game done in that style. There's not a lot of them. Uh, what else can I pull out of me arse for this one? It's, um... It's, it's a horror game. It's a 3D style. I basically put it on there because I haven't seen another game done in, in its style, hmm. which I guess I'm trying to say is isometric horror uh, in a 3D style, kind of at the, the dying phases of adventure games. Oh, like uh, Veil of Darkness. The Shite, there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe we should just edit that whole bit out. No, 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 I'm keep- no, no, no. <laughs> I am am keeping that in here just so it can be dead and buried. I shot it out of the sky. Putting me on parade with the sun. All right, fair enough. I I deserve it for my lack of homework. So anyway, Um, a completely uh, unique, but to me, unique game. Sanitary. I I I guess that's kind of valid, too. uh, If you haven't played anything like it, I guess that counts. Because, I mean, sure, people might... If we had a comment section, <laughs> people might be telling me about games that are very much like the ones that I picked, but uh, I'm pretty sure that I've never played anything quite like these. Um, so a good one to end on, then, is the game that I completely forgot for almost like 24 hours now, until I just remembered it during the span of recording this episode. Oh, and, um uh, but no, it's a good one, and I'm actually kind of ashamed that I forgot about it because everything about it is something that I like. The topic, the source material, the game itself. Um, and what reminded me, what clued me in, was when you said that you can't think of very many games where the sequel was so completely different from the original, like a completely different genre. And I was like, oh, wait, what about this? And it happened to be the one that I was thinking of, and that game is Dune. Oh, nice. All right. All right. Because the original Dune, and like, you know, Dune 2 was very unique for its time, but has since spawned an entire genre that is basically built off of it. But the original Dune, I don't know. I can't think of any other game that is very, that is comparable to it. It's part point and click adventure, part uh, strategy, part. Um, I, yeah, other thing, like, I don't know how to really describe it. Like how, what genre does it really fit into other than sci-fi? But, um, you know, it's, a, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of various genres, but not any one thing. And, uh, I, I mean, I guess choosing a topic of most unique games means that I'm going to be stumbling through my entire list, but, uh, I feel bad that I can't actually describe any of these games adequately. I guess that's the nature of most unique games. I, I, you either just play Dune, just play it, just do it. (laughs) Just get off my back. All right. (laughs) Try it again. Uh, (laughs) No, see, I think you've done a much better job than me because your last two choices, you kind of struggle to describe. And that's the point of something unique, right? Is that there's no like go to cliche fallback on, on how to describe it. So I think, I think you've ended us on a much stronger note than I ever could (laughs) have. <laughs> I, I actually haven't been able to describe any of these things, but at the same time, I'm just not really good at describing anything. 
Like, I probably could not, if you put me on the spot, I probably could not describe what an apple is. So, um... It's kind of like a pear, but not really. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It is in the genre of other fruits that grow on trees. (laughs) But there's... Uh, yeah, so I, I'm just not good at describing things in general. So when you ask me to describe the most unique games that I can't compare to anything else, it adds that little extra layer of challenge. I can see you like reaching out for like a you know a flotation device. Like, please get me out of this description, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, it's just uh, I, okay. Time to hit the eject button now. Anyway, do you have anything else to say? Um, do I want to condemn any other classics that people hold dearly? No. Um, I'll just mention for humor's sake. At, at this I- point, I'm kind of expecting you just to say that video games suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to read. I hate television. <laughs> I punch don't a like baby a day. <laughs> Kick a puppy. I don't care. You know me. Um, <laughs> uh, I will say for comedy's sake, I had to cross off Quest for Glory on my list. So I'm like, it's an RPG and an adventure. And I was like, all right. You know, I think everyone uh, has bloody heard of it. The creators are part of the guild. For Christ's sake, Paul, you can do better. Um, so, so just to hang myself, I'll, I'll mention that. But um, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Direct all your hate mail to Rick. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would also just disagree that they are um, definitely unique for their time. I don't think they're entirely unique. I just think that they are the absolute best examples of adventure games with RPG elements. Because, I mean, that's actually a pretty broad genre when you think about it. Like, most JRPGs are essentially adventure games with RPG elements, probably there are less RPGs than Quest for Glory would be, actually. Yeah, so, no. um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really give it points for Unique, but i definitely give it points for nailing it and hitting it out of the park and just right. being the best example. So I guess it's unique in the sense that no one else has really done that for me anyways. But, uh, I'm going to reach for my dictionary and look up the word Unique when we hang up. All right, well, uh, so is there anything else? Did you, do you have any further leads on what you forgot to include that you wanted to add no i'm even farther away from remembering than i was at mm. the beginning yeah as the pressure in my bowels begin to to crush <laughs> I, <laughs> getting a little sweaty here i can't remember fuck all at the moment <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, i'll put so, it in the comments in three days so again so unless the game involves using the washroom you're probably not going to be reminded <laughs> Right. Okay. Exactly. God, that sounds nice right now. (laughs) Also, somebody is now working on a game about using a washroom, I'm sure. (laughs) Or that's what I would say if we had any listeners. Anyways, have a good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Every one of you. (laughs) Thank you, the three of you that listen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much. This is a very fun episode. A little bit of a break from the from the usual. I mean, I say that although just two episodes back we did like an hour and a half of this, but I guess this episode isn't really that unique now, is it? <laughs> I'm looking forward to sitting in next time and just completely derailing everything once again. I'm counting on it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Paul, thank you very much for joining the show. Um, 
Paul will be joining us a little bit more regularly. Not every episode, thank God, but he will be dropping in now <laughs> and then because he is the producer and we kind of have to do what he says. So... <laughs> A real dictator here. Sorry. <laughs> Fascist. All right. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. Thanks for joining. Have a good night. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.